Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I want to say thank you again for joining us, for making us a part of your your day, your daily routine. We've been um, doing uh, three podcasts a week because of our travel schedule. So normally we do one a day, but we're just doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday for now because of uh, trips. We're in Cincinnati, Ohio for the River Cincinnati launch, um, the three weeks of revival there with the Bowmans. And this week, um, some time off with my wife and my son and I. So um, exciting. But we'll be back to the uh, one-a-day schedule soon. But thank you for all the listeners and all the shares and everything. Um, Just recently, it's been uh, reminded, I've been reminded of uh, and thinking about priorities and setting our priorities. You know, it's it's pride to think that we've got everything right. And in an area, we've got it all figured out because life is really... Um, about adjustments. It's about making adjustments. Things aren't as uh, often as clear cut as we'd like them to be. And so we might be able to say, oh, I'm great in this area, but really being great in an area. So let's take hard work. It's like, you know, I was in sales for many years and I worked hard. I would go a whole summer and and people would think I was crazy. I would say this, but I would get out on the uh, start, you know, in door-to-door sales, but get out on the doors as we called it at 1 or one thirty, and then work till 9.30 or 10, and I wouldn't take any breaks. I would just work, and then people would say, oh, you, you don't take any breaks? And I would say, no, I've made a commitment that the whole summer I won't take any breaks. And so, except for Saturday for a five-minute lunch, you know, that I grab my lunch from my car, eat it, and uh, and then get back on the on the doors. And so people look at that and say, that's crazy. So so for me, I, 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 I was consistent in my work ethic and really knew that if I could just work harder than everybody, I would have more results because I ultimately talked to more people. But then the work changes and I'm not knocking doors. You know, I get that down packed and I'm in, I'm in the ministry now. And so the work is different. And so it's not, you know, commission thing. You're, it's completely different. You're ministering. Sometimes there's times where it's really busy. There's other times where it's slow. And so you have to readjust and find out what that actually looks like. And so being able to adjust and really uh, the, the maintain the right priority is key. And so life is really about uh, adapting, but being a person of your values that you can uh, keep adjusting as you need to. So I wanted to talk t- today about priorities. You know, there's there will always be a push for your attention. I was watching a um, documentary about social media, and they said, if the product or the service is free, or if the product is free, talking about like an app or something like this then if the product is free, then you are the product. (laughs) And so it's your attention. And they were talking about how social media pushes and they've geared everything to just get more and more of your attention to keep you engaged longer. And, and, uh, and I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, that's, that's the goal of these places, whether it's because then they can have ad revenue coming in or whatever, but that we become the product, the data of us becomes the product, not even that they're selling data, but that they can um, that they can know who we are, so that we can they can better sell us the other product or whatever's going on, right? So it's more and more of our attention. But that's life; things come at you. And so, as a Christian, being able to prioritize in the season of life that you're in is key. The Bible says that many are called, but few are chosen. And the reason that is is because few prepare. I've used this example before, but like so, my buddy Troy that I've run with. He's uh, making a move here in the next uh, uh, couple months and moving to Texas, but he signed himself up for a, a full marathon next November. So he has a year to prepare, but he signed himself up for this. So now, you know, we've been running five miles 
uh, he, for a while, he ran with me every, every, you know, three days a week when I would run, we would do five miles and we got up to, I think one time we did eight miles or 10 miles. And then one time I did 12 miles and he was on a, a thing and he did 12 or 13 miles, but a marathon's 26.3 miles. So he's going to have to prioritize running and getting in shape and he's going to have to prepare. He's going to have to prepare because if the time comes and he hasn't done anything more than just five miles, then the race day comes. He's not going to be prepared to finish. He's not going to make 26 miles. And so there's a preparation. So the Lord says, hey, I'm calling you to do this. I'm giving you this assignment. Make yourself ready. So many people in their time of preparation don't prioritize properly. And and really, it comes back to this word compulsion, where people do things because they have to. Oh, I grew up and I had to do the trash and I had to clean my room and I had to go to school and I had to do my homework and I couldn't play video games because I had to do this assignment and I had to go to bed. And life is a bunch of I have tos. And if you maintain that attitude as a Christian, you know, I have to go to church or I have to pay my tithe and I have to read my Bible and, and, and I ha- you won't last long. Like at some point, the Lord has to get a hold of your heart. And that's really what the gospel does. It gets a hold of your heart. When you see someone on the street, you want to win souls, not because, oh, I've, I have to, I have to. You want to read and, and, and put the word of God in you. And you want to read other books and you want to gain wisdom and you want to pursue the things of God, not because you have to, not because your parents are watching. There'll come a point you know, you leave your parents home where you can do whatever you want. And so if you, if it hasn't turned into a desire to serve the Lord, man, I want to please God. I want to have fruit in heaven. I want to have treasure in heaven. I want people to go to heaven. When it becomes a desire of yours, it changes. And so the preparation days are important because there will always be a fight for your attention. The Lord taught me these things when I was in sales. So I'm glad for the sales training because I learned discipline. So even when I came back, you know, from the sales, the summer sales, the one year, the Lord reminded me that the the last word that I received from the Lord was when I was on my fifth, it's my 15th birthday. And I was at the river on my birthday. And I was t- turned 15 and Pastor Rodney called me out and said, study to show yourself approved. You know, it was five days before my eighth birthday that I got called out when Kim Clement was uh, in South Africa and he called me out and, you know, uh, prophesied. And, and, and then I knew about my call into the ministry. But then it was when on my 15th birthday, study to show yourself to prove unto God, a workman, not, uh, uh, not ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so that was been the word. And then the Lord reminded me of that. That's still the word. I was like 25 or 26, 27. And that's still the word, study to show yourself approved. So at the time I wasn't managing. And so in preseason, when I had, uh, I worked, I worked two days a week and then I took three days of the week. There was a team hangout day thing. And then I took three days of the week and I just studied. And I would study six, seven, eight hours a day, disciplined to sit at the table. And some days I would fast. And then I would do breaks every couple hours. And I would praise the Lord and I would dance. And I, you know, it was like I would work the word. And I was disciplined to do that. There's some people you give them the day. And this is something that you have to like maintain discipline because you could be good for a while, but then you get distracted and you find yourself, listen to me. You find yourself doing things that aren't bad, but they're not beneficial. And so you can find yourself looking at nature. But, you know, so much that we do as a culture, we do not in the name of like, we know like playing video games is a waste of time. You know, if you're playing video games all the time, if you're playing 10 plus 15, 20 hours of video games a week, you know, that that's not really sustainable. You wait till you get married and, and, and have kids and it's not a sustainable lifestyle. But people, all right, well, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to watch videos about this to educate myself. And there's areas where you can educate yourself, but if you're neglecting the word of God, so especially if I'm talking to future ministers, there's there's in the Bible, if you do a word search on give yourself, give ourselves, 
give yourselves. Um, you'll see the Bible talks about give yourself to prayer. The 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 in Acts chapter I think it was six, the disciples said let's let someone else take over the the waiting of the tables so we can give ourselves to the word of God and prayer. And then Paul said to Timothy, give yourselves to these things, talking about doctrine and these different things. Give yourselves to them so your profiting can be seen with all. If you're a minister. Really, only things that you should, and then the Bible does say, give yourself to humble tasks. But there, really, it's giving yourselves to the Word of God in prayer. So, choosing your priorities properly. I'm going to read a scripture in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 27, and the Bible talks about priorities. And this is, uh, uh, it says, put first things first. Prepare your work outside and get it ready for yourself in the field, and afterward build your house and establish a home. And so that's the principle that work comes before pleasure. That 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 there's th- there's ways of doing things. And and then Matthew six thirty three, a great one on priorities. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So while the world is seeking for other things, we're seeking after God's kingdom, and we're saying, you know what? There's a priority list for everyone else. It's you know, get a job and, you know, make the, the job and the money the first thing. But if you say, I'm, I'm making God's kingdom the first thing, not that you don't work because, you know, you know, I'll talk about it often. If you don't work, you don't eat. The Bible says do do everything is unto the Lord, but that it's motivated through the kingdom of God. And then another scripture, Second Corinthians 5, 9. So this is personally for us. Therefore, whether we are at home on earth, away from him or away from home and with him, we are constantly ambitious and strive earnestly to be pleasing to him. So your goal in life is to please the Lord. Lord, my number one goal, my number one priority is to seek first your kingdom and to live a life that's fully pleasing to you. So when you wake up, you you have time in prayer because you know the Bible says when you pray, not if you pray. Well, I, I want to please the Lord. The, the Word said meditate in the Word day and night. So someone else may think it's crazy that you read the Word and spend time thinking about scriptures in the morning and in the night, but you say, this is what God told me to do. You know, this is really what being a Christian is, where the word is the number one priority in your life. And so there's times where you have to just take an account. And I, you know, I do this for myself, where I just take an adjustment and I say, have my priorities been wrong? Have I been listening to too much election news where, and I haven't been studying the word? You know, election news comes and goes, but studying the word, you know, better than listening to the election news. And I'm not saying you you can't, but if you're spending hours and reading all these things and then neglecting the word and neglecting prayer, you, how many real faith-filled praying people are there? I mean, my listeners, I know my listeners are faithful praying people. So you'd be better off with taking 20 minutes of just prayer time, praying for the country, praying that the hidden things of darkness will be brought to the light, then educating yourself. So I'm not saying don't be informed, but I'm saying in some areas, look and say, is what I'm informing myself on temporary? Is this just so I can know what to tell people on on Facebook, have an argument point? Or is this something that I can be better spending my time? So there's things, and then lastly, I want to read Hebrews 12, 1. There's things that we do that necessarily aren't necessarily bad things. They're just not helpful things. So Hebrews 12, 1, where it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, lay us, lay us aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the rate set before us. There's going to come choices that you'll have to make in life. And making those choices, when you have the right priority to say, I understand not everything's bad, but but not everything helps me. And I've only got so many hours. And if you're not married now and you don't have a family responsibility, I'm going to ask you, please take advantage of the time that you have. Please, if you're a future minister, spend time reading the Word. Even if you're in Bible school, spend hours a day you know, you could be working and in Bible school, but if you have, you, you people have time, prioritize that to be in the word. 
the, the, the days of preparation are never wasted days. But if you find yourself that if you're getting to the end of your schooling time and you don't have scriptures in your spirit, you don't have messages ready to go, that should, you, you're not just going to get up there and wing it. That should, oh, I'm going to wing it and the fire of God's going to fall. No, you prepare. You get the, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. This is the reason why people come out of Bible school and they don't get promoted you know, if if God promotes you, He'll open the door for you. If if people come out of Bible school and they waffle around, it's because they they God did, couldn't approve of them. I can't put a novice into a place of ministry; they're not ready. And so you you study to show yourself approved unto God. So having the right priorities. And then I just want to say this because you know I, I know I know I talk along these lines and I inspire change in people and hopefully people implement this stuff. But you also need to know how to implement change. And there's some people that are like all or nothing people. It's like with me with video games. I, I just can't, right? I'm not the dis, I'm not disciplined in that area when it comes to video games that I can like play with moderation. So I just don't. I've just removed it from my life. So for me to implement change, sometimes it's easier to implement a bunch at once. So like when I worked in the summer, I would have a um, uh, obviously a wake up time like I always do. And then I would have a running schedule and then I would change the way I eat. And so I would like put these things in because I was already disciplined in working all these hours and work. And so it was like easy. Things were just regimented. But then there's other people that they try and they're like, well, I'm going on a diet. I'm going to lose 40 pounds. I'm also going to read the word and study for an hour a day. And then I'm going to pray. And then uh, I'm not going to use Instagram, you know, but just on on Fridays and Saturdays. And then I'm going to you know, and they put five things in at once and they do it for three days and then they get bad news or someone sends them, bro, I sent you this hilarious meme. And then they're watching six hours worth of videos and then eating (laughs) Cheetos and staying up too late and not reading the word because when one falls down, they they clump it all together. So some people just need to implement one thing at a time. And so I want to encourage you, if you found yourself in that place where you try to implement all these changes, pick one and let the Lord lead you. What's that one? Do it well for a month, only one. Don't implement a second thing and get it where it's a part of your life. They say it takes 21 days to install a new habit. Get it where it's a part of your life. And then if after one, you say, you know what? This is now normal. I'm, this is normal for me. This is easy. It's not, doesn't take a ton of effort. All right, I'm going to implement another one and, and I'm going to cut out soda, right? Or I'm going to go on a, a I'm going to change my diet plan, whatever it is. And so there's, there, there, there can be some wisdom for change for you. And so you're not all fall down. The diet goes out and then, you know, playing video games again on Instagram, not reading your Bible, backslidden. All right. So that's my uh, wisdom for change for you. I believe in you. I want to tell you that I am uh, 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 believe in you. I see you guys doing great things for the kingdom of God. I want to ask you to invite people to listen to the podcast, whether it's through your Instagram or whatever, or through a text message link. And um, yeah, we love you. I hope you have an awesome Thanksgiving. We'll have a couple of podcasts, obviously, before then. But hope you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving and a Christmas time. We love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.